0: Welcome to Creatively Exposed, a conversation for creatives, introverts, sapiosexuals, and all of the people entertained and who love us. I am Liz Flo, the podcast host, poet, writer, and overall Afro-Caribbean, Latina creative. I know that is a mouthful, but welcome to the show. Welcome to Creatively Exposed. This is Liz Flo. And I want to talk to you about being an introvert as a Black woman, a Haitian child, a Puerto Rican child, and human being. So my bestie sent me a link of about how black women cannot be introverts or basically we're not allowed to be introverts. And it got me upset. And there's many reasons why to this, which I'm going to go into first. I looked up the definition for introvert. First thing that comes out is a shy, reticent person, right? And then there's another definition. Um, The definition of an introvert is someone who prefers calm, minimally stimulating environments. They tend to feel drained after socializing and regain their energy by spending time alone. See, this this person knows. This is largely largely because introverts' brains respond to dopamine differently than extroverts' brains. In other words, if you're an introvert, you were likely born that way. And this is from Introvert Dear, I will be posting that article in there as well. But for the people who believe there's something wrong with introverts, I mean, everyone's entitled to their perception, opinion, preconceptions, whatever. As one, I have, I just want people to know, like, It's not really about you, external you, or others. What it is, is I take time to analyze, discern, and figure out whether or not I want to take part in whatever is going on. I am selective with my energy. I like to have meaningful conversation. Do I have an issue talking about the sky being blue? No, but I would like to go into the scientific reason of why. And not everybody could do that, you know, and that's fine. I think the issue comes to where people like to police women, especially black women, and add the layers of cultural um, differences, where silence seems to be an issue for people. I love silence. I don't have to listen to music all day. Sometimes I'm listening to silence because it helps me be my best me. In networking spaces, I have not really enjoyed networking functions and it has nothing to do with the function. It's just the types of conversations, people, subject matter. It's not for me, you know? um, I don't, I'm also private. So I don't like feeling like I'm put on the spotlight to explain the things that I do with my personal choices in life. And it's not a matter of secrecy, which is what I was discussing with my friend. A secret is withheld information. And this is my definition. Withheld different information from people who may need to know said information. That's my thought process on that. My personal goings on, especially if it's like an acquaintance environment, a workplace or some professional environment where my personal life doesn't really need to be in that space. For me, that's not being secret, that's being private. I like to separate things and put them in their special spaces. I have friends to share my life with. I have coworkers to work cooperatively with I have the in-betweens that so we can do a little bit of both. So it's not an attitude or a dislike of people. I don't hate people. I've heard that a lot. I just am selective with who I want to banter with, um, create camaraderie with because I have a lot of interesting things to say that's why I'm doing this podcast but it's not for everyone I'm not for everyone I can come off as standoffish but maybe I'm just sitting back and enjoying people take you know talk to each other I really love observing the energy in the room and if I feel safe or it just feels right, then I'll partake. And maybe I'm somewhat of an ambivert, which means you're kind of both extrovert and introvert. When I'm comfortable in a room, I'm okay with having conversations, I'm okay with cracking jokes and, you know, talking about whatever. Giving my thoughts and opinions or recommendations, but I ain't for everybody. My abuela says you are not a hundred dollar bill for everybody to want you and to like you. And so, work is not a place where you're guaranteed friendship. And that may sound harsh, but that's just how I see it. Some people, they last forever in your life. And that's awesome. I have old co-workers and bosses that I still speak to years later, but we can't tell everything to everybody. For me, that's a leaking of energy and it invites people to comment or now opinionate and give recommendations that weren't requested into my own life. And what happens with me in my case is that when I have so much energy or, in, or white noise, then I can't hear my own thoughts and I cannot make my own decisions because sometimes I feel other people's energy. And for a long time, I couldn't decipher, is this me or is this external? So in that article, there's a lot of talk about how because we don't exactly fit into the stereotype of being sassy, which I despise that word as an adjective for Black women. Like, if you are you, be you, but like, why does everyone have to be sassy? Ugh, anyway. Or loud, or, you know, rambunctious, or extroverted which that's really what it is outwardly expressive then people automatically assume you don't like them i don't even know you how can i not like you we even we haven't spoken maybe i don't enjoy your energy but I haven't made that decision. I haven't told you that I dislike you. So why would you assume? And I feel like people that have an issue with introverts make a lot of stories and assumptions for people's silence, and that's dangerous. Because if you're in a corporate space, then it means you're not assertive enough, or you're not friendly enough, or you're incapable of doing your job, even if you're excellent at your job. The need to express outwardly all the time doesn't exactly make anyone a better employee or a lesser employee. Some of the things that I feel are benefits of having someone who is an introvert is that if you need somebody to figure something out, I have an analytical mind, I like to think through things. I like to take my time to think through things and not jump into assumptions and trip over and make an incorrect choice. I can listen and follow instructions. I can be understanding of others where they may fall short. And if that's not grateful, that's not important for leading, I don't know what is. There's negatives and positives. There's extremes. But I really have been like this my entire life. I have gotten in trouble for being so silent. (laughs) Um... Sometimes I'm told to go mingle and it's like, but no, I'm in this environment, which I'm not really supposed to be the main character of this environment. And I'm really just enjoying and learning about people, how everybody is excitedly talking, expressing themselves like I thrive off of just enjoying people peopling. I enjoy watching. I am a writer. So, observation of others is important. And let especially Black people or marginalized people be themselves. I don't have to be what you expect me to be because of your preconceived notions i do not have to share what i don't wish to share and those are my boundaries and my decision will i turn up with my friends that have been here and understand me and allow me to be safe yes I go to carnival and I have a great time. I go to Juvet, which is basically a huge party and dance with all kinds of people. I like to dance. I like to go to poetry events, but sometimes after all that, I love to be by myself so I can be my best self. And so I'll put the link of the article. Basically it's I guess it's an opinion piece or just an experience piece, but it's true you get passed up for promotions and bonuses and different things because being silent is somehow a it's intimidating for people because they don't know how not to fill up the silence, and that's unfair. And it's also stereotyping people based on what they look like or their cultures of how someone has to be. You know, I do recognize that there are times where I would love to be able to feel comfortable striking up conversation with certain strangers. And maybe anxiety or worry or discomfort holds me back, but that doesn't make me a lesser person for it. I do like small groups. I do like quality over quantity. And that's, that is what it is. But I too can be fun and loud and human and loving and I feel feelings. A lot of people think I don't have feelings, but I have them. I just don't like expressing them so expressively but i feel them and how i work through my processes is more analytically than outward expression i will say less i will listen more but my depth is no is not lesser than because of it And I appreciate every single introvert that has come to me and said, you're going to be my friend. Um, Because some of these people are still my friend. And so we need each other. And I am appreciative of you. But just a thought to have when you meet somebody who is silent and you find it odd, but maybe they're just feeling things out. And in time, we all slowly open up. I think of it as like a rose or popcorn. There is a seed, it opens up, and you might just find somebody dope. Thank you for listening. So Anchor and I have been kicking it for as long as creatively exposed has been alive which September and I am amazed at how easy it is to record an episode edit an episode when on, on the go either on my phone or in my laptop and I'm getting paid for it I get this sponsorship and I don't need to have you know a huge listenership which is pretty dope for the beginning. And it's free, y'all. So if you've been waiting to be heard on all of the sound waves, Apple, Google, etc., then this is your time. Get started on the Anchor app or online at anchor.fm and start that podcast today. So this is a segment about what I'm listening to. It could be music. I am an audio bibliophile, which means I like audiobooks a lot. My dad used to give me stories on our way home, and I've realized over time that I take in things better orally. I am an adult. So um, that can be anywhere from learning. I've realized that my favorite lectures are the most like in-depth auditory lectures instead of just reading off of something. And so I've followed... Ooh. Sorry. I have fallen into an audiobook gear. And there was this one book that I really, really enjoyed. And because I've been talking about self-care in this episode, I wanted to talk about The Astonishing Color of After... And it's in any kind of format. I listen to all of my audiobooks through the Libby app, which is the library app. All you need is your library card to get it popping. And I've read like 50-something books, so we'll probably talk about those later. But I recently finished Astonishing Color of After and... Man. I had to pause it sometimes because it was tough to get through. But it's basically a conversation of mental illness and depression and how the stigma affects not only the person but the family. And Emily does such a great... artistic creation of weaving fantasy, Asian fantasy into how to live with your grief and grow and feel the grief. And she paints it like the main character draws and she goes through different colors to explain what she's feeling. And it's a young adult fantasy, but it was just so well done and expressed and beautiful. There is friendship. There is love. There is the seeing the breaking process and how everything starts shattering and finding a way to slowly pick up those pieces while having symbolism along with it. And I don't want to give away too much of the book, but she travels back to her family and reconnects in a way to learn through her grief, and I just wanted to share that, because it was just such a really important book, and the author's note is really dope, um, of why she created the book, and her own experiences helped her write it out, and I could feel it, And so to that Twitter person, at Julian the Poet, who recommended it, wow. Like I said on Twitter, I was Mariah Carey wall sliding. I had to stop it. I had to stop it and come back. But it was a really dope concept. And so that is what I am listening to. And I'll be moving on to my next book since I completed it. So that is The Astonishing Color of After by Emily XR Pan. Thank you for listening, everyone. Adios. Nos vemos. See you later. Napalequita. This was another episode of Creatively Exposed and you can find me on all of the interwebs as Liz Flo, L-Y-S-Z-F-L-O, and on Instagram, Creatively Exposed, without the E. Sign up, show up, hit me up. Um, there's also voice memos that you can send, rate, review, Subscribe. Let's keep the conversation going. Thank you.